Good morning and welcome to Smooth Jazz Sunday Brunch and a rebroadcast of Smooth Jazz Thursday Lunch on Thursdays in a couple of days from now. And I'm your host, Pat Donovan, on KSBU 90.1 FM. Uh, this year I wasn't at the fly-in, but um, I will be next year. Things change. I have so many weddings I'm DJing for. It's unbelievable. Um, I just want to give you a quick outlook. The 2023 hurricane season outlook update. Record Atlantic ocean warmth up to 98 degrees by Miami could override El Nino influence. This is an increase of three storms, one hurricane and one major hurricane since the previous outlook, which was released in mid-June. The increase in storms and the overall outlook takes into account five storms that have already occurred this year. This is similar to forecasts released earlier in July by the Colorado State University Tropical Forecast Team and is well above the 30-year averages. The weather company has predicted 20 total storms, 10 hurricanes, 5 Category 3 or higher. Colorado State University is saying 18 storms, 9 hurricanes, 4 Category 3 or higher. And the 1991 to 2020 average is 14 total storms, seven hurricanes, and th- three category three or higher. Um, so Don formed in July, Arlene, Brett, and Cindy formed in June, and an unnamed tropical storm formed in January that was retroactively upgraded by the National Hurricane Center in May. The fifth storm of the season doesn't typically arrive until late August, so we are just getting warmed up, pardon the pun. But watch out, folks, with all this heat and all this wild weather, the uh, temperature on the runway in Iran was 150 degrees. That's a lot of heat, Uh, the same as Death Valley, and uh, so, yeah, that's bad. Today, though, over here is going to be only 79 degrees and 56 for a low. Uh, 68 on Monday, tomorrow and 56. Tuesday is 71 and 52. Wednesday is 76 and 52. Thursday is 80 and 53. Mostly sunny. We've got a couple of showers Monday and Tuesday, I forgot to tell you. About 45 and 61% our gardens can use it. Please make sure you water your gardens every night around after the sun goes down a little bit so the water will be absorbed through the evening. Uh, Friday looking like 79 and 54. Next Saturday, 80 and 55. Next Sunday, 79 and 55. And the low to mid 80s for the rest of the month up until the 3rd of August. How's that? We have uh, some good news for you. The mythical city of an underground um, labyrinth found beneath an altar of 15th century church in Mexico. Uh, Dance away your tears with this grief disco kiosk. Man and his dogs survive two months at sea drinking rainwater and eating raw fish. He is so grateful. And finally, stunned researchers discover that metals can heal themselves without human intervention. That's an interesting thing, isn't it? Love does not dominate, it cultivates. That's by Johann Wolfgang Van Gogh. We're going to get right into our music. Let me uh, untangle my cord so I don't kill myself here. And we're going to have a really quick uh, Terry Woman and his trumpets 
featuring the Vine Street Horns. It's only about 17 seconds, but it's going to go right into What is Hit by Tower of Power, Of the Moon by Chuck Loeb, Sexual Healing by Foreplay, and A Kiss Under the Moon by the Rippingtons, right here on Smooth Jazz Sunday Brunch.
get right into our story for the mythical city of underground labyrinths found beneath the altar of the 15th century church in Mexico. It's a beautiful church, actually. It's called Midla Church in Marco Vigato and the Arcs Project. They released a picture of it. Is there anything in science more exciting than when an ancient uh, legend is confirmed by modern research? Archaeologists in Mexico were able to experience this exact triumph when they found evidence that a mythical underground city lies undisturbed beneath the altar of a church exactly where Spanish legend stated it would be. In the time of Babylon, there emerged from Mexico's Oaxa Valley, a culture known as Zapotec, which could create a monumental stone architecture, sophisticated crafts, and artwork, as well as written and spoken language that predated Mayan, Mixtec, and Aztec. They were among the Mesoamerica's first great civilizations and existed longer than, perhaps, any other from 700 B.C. to the time of the Spanish conquests when they were part of the Aztec Empire. Legend has it that Zapotec built a great labyrinth city called Lioba, or Place of Rest, centered around a large cavity found in the earth which they believed was the gateway to the underworld. Later, venturing Spanish missionaries were so repulsed and frightened to explore more than a few yards into the tunnel network that they ordered the infernal gate to be thoroughly closed with masonry, wrote a Dominican chronicler named Francesco Bergoa. Now, a collaboration between the Mexican National Institute of History and Anthropology the National Autonomous University of Mexico, and the Association for Archaeology Research and Exploration called the ARCS Project Liboa, or Lioba, excuse me, has discovered a vast underground labyrinth underneath the 15th century church of San Pablo, all but confirming the Sopotec legend. The collaboration began at the archaeological site of Zapotec City called Mitla, where murals, mosaics, and monument stone palace are seen above ground today. The researchers called created a 3D model of Mitla's subterranean passageways using a combination of three geophysical scanning technologies, ground-penetrating radar, electro, electrical resistivity tomography, and seismic noise tomography, all of which left the ar- archaeological site above undisturbed. The model shows a very large hollow void underneath the precise location of the altar inside the church that was built on the Mitla site. Additionally, the void appears to be connected with another significant geophysical anomaly located immediately to the north of the church. Burgoa's account speaks of a vast subterranean temple consisting of four interconnected chambers containing the tombs of high priests and the kings of Teozapolan reads a press release on the true epic discovery. You can read the rest of this story and see some of the pictures of the area above the subterranean uh, underground if you go to goodnewsnetwork.org. Sorry about the delay earlier in getting started here. 
but I uh, had to stop, cut the music, and get back in again. So there's a little bit of a delay before. I'll try and fade it out. Anyway, here's Pure by Constantin Kleshtoni. Funky Bee by Brian Culbertson. Rachel's Waltz by Basha. Sup with that by Greg Adams. And a fine line by Danny Columbi. Right here on Smooth Jazz Sunday Brunch.
A Fine Line by Danny Columbi, right here on Smooth Jazz Sunday Brunch and Smooth Jazz Thursday Lunch. Every Sunday and Thursday from 10 to noon, I'm your host, Pat Donovan. And uh, sorry about those other two songs, Rachel's Waltz and Funky Bee. We're shorties. They're about a minute and a half. They're called Interludes. And they're kind of cool, but, and you know, it gives us a little time to talk more and all that stuff, too. So let's get into our next story, shall we? Here we go. Um, have you ever wanted to dance your grief away? Well, this grief disco kiosk was just what you're looking for. Moved by a desire to help people deal with grief and angst caused by COVID-19, Brexit, and the climate crisis, artist Annie Nicholson excuse me, wanted to create a space where the public can shake out grief and unravel, unravel their climate angst. Nicholson is collaborating with the Loss Project, K7, K67 Berlin, and Street Sound System to realize this ambitious public art project. Barbie would love it. It's all pink. The kiosk is refurbished K67 kiosk, a modernist design gem associated with an ad hoc post-Soviet spaces. <laughs> Chip stalls, newspaper stands, student cafes, and shelters, which evokes a legacy of European unity and collaboration. As well as DJ sets, there will be meditation and yoga workshops, dance classes, and grief raves, where clubbers can request tracks that remind them of an absent or lost loved one. It will be located in London's Cannery Wharf before eventually touring Europe and the UK. Nicholson got the idea in the debilitating aftermath of the deaths of her mother, sister, sister's partner in a helicopter crash, and her father of cancer a few years later. During the times of grief or anxiety, it can be difficult to find joy. Dance floors bring people together in powerful ways and allow people to process complex feelings in a physical way. The dance floor has been a space of silence and safety as I have navigated the many great losses and painful grief in my life throughout the past decade. And having successfully installed public realm projects around grief and mental health over the past two years, we have noticed a distinct change in how people wish to connect and come together. There is an overwhelming need to shake out your grief physically right now, she said. And you can read more about it and see this pink structure that she's standing by where you can shake your grief out. You know, shake, 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 shake. Shake your booty. You know, I get the idea, right? Casey and the Sunshine Band. All righty. Let's get into our last set of music here. I won't claim to be a singer. Believe me. Club Havana by Greg Karugas. Last Kiss by Andy Snitzer. Aroma by Florito. A Taste of Honey by Herb Elbert. And Rendizione by Orlando Cachel Lopez. Right here on Smooth Jazz. Shake out your grief station. Sunday brunch.
with our second hour of Smooth Jazz Sunday Brunch. Sorry there wasn't enough time for that other song. We'll be right back. Let's not waste any time in getting into our music, shall we? And uh, here we go with The Fool on the Hill by Sergio Mendez, Fragile by Sting, I'm Waiting for You by Joaquin Joyner, and Universal Chord by Jared Lawson, right here on Smooth Jazz Sunday Brunch.
That's a great song. Universal Chord by Jared Lawson. Right here on Smooth Jazz Sunday Brunch. I had to look over to the computer and see his last name again. Um, here's a harrowing story that uh, comes right out of the th- movies. And it is about a man and his dog survived two months at sea drinking rainwater and eating raw fish. He's so grateful. And they put a picture of Tom Hanks from Castaway next to him. From the Pacific Ocean comes a herring inspiring tale of survival as sailor Timothy Shattuck, 51, and his dog were rescued after three months adrift at sea. Now being treated by the ship's doctor aboard the tuna trawler that rescued them, Australian News reports that he sustained no major injuries at all. I'm just needing rest, good food, because I've been alone at sea for a long time, Shattuck said, after being rescued. Otherwise, I'm in very good health. Nevertheless, his appearance was one of a man on the ragged edge, with a diminished physique and hair grown out in such a way that the ship's doctor compared him to Tom Hanks's character in Castaway. Shattuck departed from Sydney in May on a catamaran en route for French Polynesia. But bad weather knocked out all his electronics, and he was soon lost in the great blue nothing. Shattuck kept himself protected from sunburn by hiding under a canopy, and the heroic preserving sailor managed to catch enough fish with gear he had aboard for him and his dog Bella to survive over two months of isolation. Rainwater kept them alive while they hoped for rescue which came in July of the form of the tuna trawler's helicopter. He was being brought back to Mexico, where he will receive proper medical attention. This is a harrowing story. It's beautiful. You can see there on a uh, Australian News, Channel 9, and it's a video of this man, the way he looked when he started and the way he looked when they found him. It's pretty wild stuff. Uh, Here is our next set of music as I cue it up in the magical virtual DJ. Groovin' J by Jacob Webb. You Can Dance by Jeanette Harris. Um, Don't Worry About a Thing by Incognito. And Smooth Ride by J. Rowe and Mark Antoine right here on Smooth Jazz Sunday Brunch. Thank you. 
Yeah, and that was Smooth Ride by J. Rowe and Mark Antoine right here on Smooth Jazz Sunday Brunch with a smooth ride for today, your Sunday. And, of course, rebroadcast on Thursday. I had to live in the desert before I could understand the full value of grass in a green ditch. That's by Ella Mayart. Ella Mayart. And let's get into our last story here. Stunned researchers discover that metals can heal themselves without human intervention. Oh, boy, this is what we need. Here comes the um, Autobots, right? They can heal themselves. Scientists, for the first time, have witnessed pieces of metal crack and then fuse back together without any human intervention, overturning fundamental scientific theories in the process. If the newly discovered phenomenon can be harnessed, it could usher in an engineering revolution, one which self-healing engines, bridges, and airplanes could reverse damage caused by wear and tear, making them safer and longer-lasting. The research team from Sandia National Laboratories and Texas A&M University described their findings today in the journal Nature. This was an absolutely stunning, Stunning thing to watch firsthand, said Sandia Materials scientist Brad Boyce. What we have confirmed is that metals have their own intrinsic natural ability to heal themselves, at least in the case of fatigue, damage, and at the nanoscale. Repeated stress or motion causes microscopic cracks to form in machines, metal components, and over time, these cracks grow and spread until the whole device breaks or the scientific lingo, basically, if we let it go, just fails. <laughs> the Fisher Boyce and his team saw it disappear was one of those tiny but consequential fractures measured in nanometers. From solder joints in our electronic devices to vehicles, engines, to bridges that we drive over, these structures often fail unpredictably due to cyclic loading that leads to crack initiation and eventual fracture. When they do fail, we have to contend with replacement costs, lost time, and in some cases, even injuries or loss of life. Think the bridge in Philadelphia. Okay, how that thing dropped? Well, anyway, there you go. The economic impact of these failures is measured in hundreds of billions of dollars every year for the United States. Self-healing, as much as it sounds like something from a science fiction movie, is actually thousands of years old. The Romans realized that making concrete with certain ingredients like lime clasts allowed it to heal itself over time. Hence, why Roman structures still stand today in weathered time of thousands of years. More recently, engineers at the University of Illinois have found out how to make self-helium lithium-ion batteries out of a polymer-based electrolyte that doesn't form harmful lithium dendrites that can cause shorting and explosions. Think fires on airplanes because your lithium battery explodes. Okay? You can read more about this fantastic discovery on goodnewsnetwork.org. Let's get into our last set of music for this hour. Here's Yako Epaco by Incidio, Red Zone by Paul Hardcastle, and Rosa Cafe by the Jazz Crusaders. Right here on Smooth Jazz Sunday Brunch. Mm-hmm. 
And there's the music that tells us the time has come to an end for another Smooth Jazz Sunday Brunch right here on KSVU 90.1 FM in Concrete, Washington. I hope you enjoyed our music today and the stories I say. You know, I was a poet and you didn't know it, did you? <laughs> the music I play and stories I say. Okay, whatever. Listen, you have a great week ahead. Listen to us again on Thursday. I'm going to start doing new shows on Thursday too, so don't worry about that. But eventually we'll get to there. Take care. We'll see you right here next week on the radio.